International Poznań. Piotrzuc International Poznań on MC Radio 102.7 FM Cześć i czołem Piotrzuc, to jest International Poznań na antenie MC Radia Jak zawsze rozmawiamy z ciekawymi ludźmi z zagranicy którzy mieszkają u nas w Poznaniu, dzięki temu programowi możecie się nauczyć angielskiego ale przede wszystkim możecie poznać ciekawych ludzi i to wszystko na antenie MC Radia Alright, so today we are gonna be talking about about Algeria. We've never had a show before about this country and this is the largest African nation with more than 2 million square kilometers. Algeria boasts seven UNESCO sites. Uh, it's the uh, country that is very hospitable, full of hospitable people. It's also the home of the endangered Saharan cheetah and of this absolutely adorable Phoenix fox that is the national animal of Algeria. And these are just a couple of facts that I want to mention at the beginning of the show to get you interested in Algeria. And here with me to talk about Algeria is an expat from Algeria living here in Poznan, Mr. Sharif Rahal. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, Sharif, thank you so much for um, uh, being here with us. Uh, and I'm super excited to talk about to talk about Algeria. Uh, we also going to talk about Ramadan, because now Ramadan is taking place right every year for a month. Um, uh, Muslim people um, go through the spirits of Ramadan. We're going to explain to our listeners uh, what Ramadan is and uh, uh, how uh, you can do it also outside of a Muslim country in Poland, right? This will be very, very interesting. Także porozmawiamy sobie o, o Ramadanie. Myślę, że wielu z Was e, pewnie nie wie do końca, na czym polega, także tym bardziej będzie to niezwykle ciekawe. Sharif, firstly, I would like to ask you, before we get down to Algeria, what brought you here to Poznań? Yeah, that's the biggest question ever. Everyone asks me this question. I know, everyone yeah. asks you. So many countries yeah, all yeah. over the world, right? Yeah. And Sheriff decided to come to Poznań. Why? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me in this show. I really appreciate this opportunity to talk about my country. So, uh, like any other human being, I'm looking for love. So that's why I came, uh, I came right. to Poland, yeah, to find my soulmate. <laughs> to find your soulmate. That's yeah, right. Polish soulmate, yeah. Anyway, yeah. But mostly I came for uh, studies and uh, work, mm -hmm. and luckily I'm doing both very good. Uh, before coming here, I did a lot of research. It wasn't like mm -hmm. just like this. I did a lot of strategic research for this. I found out that uh, Poland is the only European country that allows uh, non-European students to work a full-time job. Oh, wow, I yeah, didn't know that. Full-time job as uh, with student status. And it is cheapest one in Europe. So, <laughs> why combination? Why yeah. combination? Oh, why combination? All right. So, um, uh, that's very that's very tempting to to come to Poland if you if you can work full time and prices are relatively relatively low. So, um, uh, so what are you studying? Uh, currently, I'm studying engineering management in mm -hmm. po Polytechnica. Polytechnica Poznańska. Poznańska yes. Okay. And what uh, what are you doing outside of your studies? Uh, what's your job? Mm, I'm working for a French company called Publicis. Mm -hmm. 
in a, as an e-commerce role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, are you doing this remotely at the moment? Yeah, remotely, yes. Perfect, yeah. right? Because I, I just want to mention that also you speak uh, French, like the majority, I think, of Algerians, right? Yeah, exactly. Due to, um, uh, due to history. So we're also going to talk about the history, a brief history of Algeria. But uh, first, I would like to talk to you about uh, the city of Poznan. What do you think of, 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 of Poznan? I'm sure it's much different than uh, your hometown. Your hometown in Algeria is what? Just remind me, please. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Bura. It's 100 kilometers away from the capital, Algiers. Okay, perfect. It's, it's uh, mainly in the center of Algeria. Mainly in the center of Algeria. Okay. Yeah. So what, when you came to Poznan, right? So what was your, um, what are your impressions in general imp- about Poznan? What was your impression when you came here for the first time? For the first time, um, before coming in, I saw pictures of Poznan. <laughs> so, without the construction uh, sites. Without the construction sites. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So it's not as advertised, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so advertising light about Poznan. Unfortunately, Roskopane, right? Roskopane, that's yeah. how we call it Poznan now. Because Roskopane like, is the essence of those construction sites in Poznan. So we had Roskopane 2022, and now we have Roskopane 2023. So welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've, he- I've heard that it will be uh, till 2025. 20, yes, mo- some of those, yes. Some of those, yes, unfortunately. Okay, so the definitely constructions, you know, it's a, it's a big um, negative aspect, let's say. Yes, uh, for the, like most people, it was the weather for sure. Like mm-hmm. uh, as soon as I, st- I stepped foot in, uh, outside the airport, I felt the, I felt the weather. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, people, people look very different than Algerians. Mm-hmm. Algerians are usually like uh, over sociable, <laughs> like they always come to you, say hi, and try to get mm-hmm. to know you. Mm-hmm. But here they are reserved. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Slavic genes in you. It's the Slavic <laughs> genes. I would yeah. agree with you. Yes, I think it's similar for a lot of Slavic nations. You're correct. Yes, you're yeah. correct. Okay, so so maybe it takes more time to get to know a Polish person, right? To have a small talk. So it takes yes, more time. Exactly. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, they are not like usually like upfront going mm-hmm. to to you so you need to always initiate the first step yeah, yeah. and I after we- that they are always like good people so perfect I think you're quite open as well yourself so, so that's that's really good and I, found, I think it helps to, to make friends uh, and as far as I know you've made many friends here in, in Poznan right yeah so. exactly I'm lucky to have some good friends yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. so that's uh, so that's amazing and in terms of um, uh, conditions of life lifestyle what are uh, what are some differences between um, Poland and Algeria are working conditions different, for example, the way you work, the way you kind of operate as well? Is it different in, in uh, Poland than in Algeria? Yeah, for sure, yeah. In Algeria, it's hard to get a job when you get the, uh, like, when you finish your studies. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, for me, I have an, uh, like a master's degree in telecommunication engineering, and mm-hmm. they couldn't find a job there. So Exactly. So, so a lot of people uh, migrate, right? So, yeah. so they choose France would be the first? France would be the first and, let's say, the easiest for us and the cheapest mm-hmm. because we, we don't pay that much. It's like roughly 200 euros per year. Ah, that's yeah. okay. And that's like that's one, next to nothing. That's yeah. next to nothing. And uh, here it's like one thousand uh, per semester euros per semester, uh-huh. well, which is still cheap in comparison with other countries, countries. but definitely more expensive yeah. than what you mentioned. Okay. The, the only caveat in France is that uh, you cannot change your uh, field of study. So ah, okay. So if I started in telecommunication engineering, I should skip. You need to stick to it. Okay, with, yeah. okay, okay. That's that's very, that's very very interesting. All right. So um. 
Before we're going to start talking about uh, Algeria, I would like you to recommend your first Algerian um, song to our listeners. Uh, we've got two songs from Algeria prepared for our listeners. What's the first one? first one is by Mohamed Lamin called uh, Bladi. Bladi. Yeah. Is it, that one of your favorite artists? Is that something that you would listen on your, um, uh, on your headphones, for example? Yeah, the song is very dear to me because... Uh, It describes my situation here. Even I'm like far from my my country. It's always in my heart. I always think about uh, about my country, my family. All right, perfect. Yeah, so that's uh, the song speaks to me. <laughs> awesome, Sharif. So let's uh, let's play that, and we will be right back after the song. Oh. Assis sur l'arc de triomphe, Monsieur R en H2F. Eh ouais. Quoi escalpe Ok poteau, qu'est-ce qui se passe C'est AMD Fever. Le bled, eh ouais. R en H2F, ouais, je m'entrais pas, m'entrais pile. Wesh Comorien, Comorienne. Asma, Rouya. هنا بكي نشكي وأكون على شعبية الحالة قطعت بحور ثماني دور والغربة قد تالا هنا بكي نشكي وأكون على شعبية الحالة بركاني العالم اللي توحداني يغلبوا براني كثير أنا فكرت بلادي وعيت النادي سهر ربي مرضى أنا بركاني العالم اللي توحداني يغلبوا براني كثير أنا فكرت بلادي وعيت النادي Pour ceux qui 
qui quittent leur famille en sanglot en rentrant en France Pour les tuer là-bas et se confier à Ta'alafli Tu sais que le chef du chef il s'appelle Hussli With me here, Sherry Verhal. We're talking about Algeria on MC Radio 102.7 FM. Uh, we just talked about um, uh, Sherry's uh, background um, and what brought him uh, here to, to Poznan and about some differences between Poznan uh, and uh, his home country, Algeria. So now I would like to um, talk to you about uh, Ramadan. Uh, Algeria is a predominantly um, uh, Muslim country. Uh, so I would like to first, firstly, uh, ask you to explain what Ramadan is for Muslim people. I think not many of our listeners, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, know exactly what Ramadan is. I'm sure they heard uh, Ramadan, and uh, maybe they know Mohammed Ramadan, an artist, yeah. uh, singer. But but I'm not sure if they exactly know what Ramadan is. Yeah. So Ramadan is uh, a very special month for the Muslim community. Uh, it's a month of forgiveness. It's a month of, uh, it will teach you a lot of values. So we mostly, in Ramadan, we must, sorry. In Ramadan, we, if you, okay. Okay, so Ramadan is about uh, fasting and about spirituality. It's not uh, contrary to many beliefs. It's not about uh, just uh, not eating uh, food or drinking water. That's called starvation. It's more than that. It's uh, it's about abstaining from doing physical stuff, mm-hmm. doing uh, even talking uh, like bad bad stuff about people. You are not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so you focus on being a good person. A good person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the aim, the aim of Ramadan is to to, to teach you patience, and to, to study, to read and study a lot of Quran. So that's the aim of. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're supposed, you're supposed, and obviously there is more praying involved during this uh, period. So it's a period of one month. Yeah. And then uh, during this period, every day you are supposed to pray for three hours every day. Okay, so let me explain this. So in normal days, we pray like uh, five times a day, mm-hmm. every day. But in Ramadan, we have an added section like at night from usually 8 p.m. till 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's called Taraweh. So you need to pray as much as you can. So mm-hmm. from this window, like from 8, mm-hmm. 8 till 11, pray so, as much as you can. Like okay. to get closer to God. Okay, okay, okay. Mm, uh, right, so there's there's this aspect. And also, but I think what could be the most difficult for people is this um, period of starvation from uh, the sunset. So from the sunrise to the sunset, right? You cannot uh, consume anything. You cannot consume anything. And not even like have uh, like physical relationship with your wife. Okay, I understand that, yeah. and um, and uh, you need to um, do it despite the fact that it's relatively hot. 
uh, outside in Nigeria. So in Nigeria now would be what, 25 degrees? I think, yeah, 30 degrees. Even 30 degrees. Yeah, and yeah. you cannot have any water. You cannot drink any water. Yeah, you cannot drink any water. And that's yeah. for about 10, 10, 11 hours, right? It, it depends from the from regions. Like in mm-hmm. Poland here, I think it's like 8 hours or 9 yeah. hours. Well, it's a little yeah, bit shorter, right? Yeah, but in Nigeria, days, I think yeah. it's a little bit longer. So basically, so that is, that is really difficult. So my question is, do people work? Uh, because if some if someone is a I don't know I don't, I'm thinking a builder let's say, so that's difficult right to to work at the at the construction site during uh, Ramadan, if you want to maintain all those standards. Yeah, so for sure, like they have some time adjustment, so the scheduling mm-hmm. is different. For example, uh, for normal jobs like office jobs, we start from uh, usually in the normal days we start from 8 a.m. till 4. But in Ramadan, we start from 9 or 10, and we finish earlier, let's say, mm-hmm. at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for, uh, like, physical labor, like builders, usually they they try to work from uh, 6 or 5 a.m. till 11 a.m., so uh-huh. a shorter window. For... That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's very interesting. So um, so how does it work for you in, um, in, in Poland? Is this your first Ramadan in Poland? No, actually, it's my second Ramadan. It's your second yeah, Ramadan. Yeah. So how did the first one go? The first one was, uh, was amazing because, like, uh, we had this uh, collective dinner in the mosque Exactly, because yeah. we need to mention to our listeners, drodzy słuchacze, jest meczet w Poznaniu. There is a mosque in, in, uh, in Poznań, and there is a community there from uh, different countries, right? So yeah. Algerians, uh, Moroccans. Mor- Moroccans are from Kazakhstan, from Turkey, from uh, so like Nigeria, like every part of the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Polish, so I was Even shocked. there are some Polish, yeah, Polish But there yeah. are some uh, families, right, that, I don't know, a, uh, a guy is from, let's say, Morocco or Algeria or Egypt, and, uh, and the woman is... Polish, right? And she, she is Muslim as well. For example, thanks to that, yeah. So that, yeah, exactly, that, yeah. Egyptian, yeah. Egyptian. That, so yeah. that 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 happens as well. Um, so who is the head of the mosque here? Um, is it a Polish person or or, or somebody from um, Africa okay. or Asia? I think, I think he's from Syria. Syria. Or, uh, Syria. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Not, uh, it's not Polish, yeah. So that's uh, that, that that that's an interesting one, and um, I really I need to say that I really admire that you stick to this despite the fact that you are away from home and you are in Europe. Because to me, it's much more difficult to stick to those values and traditions when you once you are abroad, because you know you all of the people around you they don't really celebrate Ramadan. They don't really do anything about this, and I think it makes it more difficult for you because back in Algeria. You know, cafes are closed. You know, as you mentioned, uh, a lot of things are adjusted to Ramadan. But here in Poland, it's, it's, the, compl- it's the complete opposite. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't it doesn't feel like Ramadan. In my Not country, you will feel it Ramadan. Like, yeah. So, uh, for example, like, so most of uh, students, they don't study. So they try to to cheat a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they they will stay up till like uh, 4 a.m. or 6 a.m. And then they sleep the whole day. So, uh. so it's cheating, yeah. Yeah, but the best thing about Ramadan is like when you uh, like when you hear the Adan, like at the end of the day, 6 p.m., uh, usually 7 p.m. And then, yeah, like, yeah, like the... Let's say that your mother or sister will prepare the table with food, and you. Oh, yeah. th- th- that's the best thing and about Ramadan. And then you eat a lot. You pig out. You know? <laughs> yeah, you try to eat as much as possible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I would make sense, right? Because you 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 starved all day, basically. You know water, right? So you also want to drink as much as you know as much as possible because your body uh, needs it uh, needs it after 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 the day, right? So that's that's super that's super interesting, and I think we we maybe we in Poland we should have more understanding and more appreciation you know 
to to those uh, those values, right? Because we are a predominantly a Catholic uh, nation, right? And I think maybe in schools, I, I to me we don't learn enough about other religions, so therefore we don't have enough understanding of what. Uh, believers in other religions do. And I think this is what what miss, what what misses um what we miss in our public education as well in Poland, yeah? Because I guess in France, you know, people are much more aware of of this because there are so many Algerians, so many North Africans, uh, especially in places like Marcel and and we were talking uh, we talked about this um uh, before the interview that you know in Marcel for example, Ramadan is much more present and people understand it more in a way, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I told you, like I told you, Marseille it's considered part of Algeria right now. So yeah, it's yeah. like another another city, another city of Algeria because there are all together there are three million people from Algeria and, in, and in more France. than eight million, uh, eight like million Africans from North Africa. Sure. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you should have an account like the let's say non-legal immigrants. There. Yeah, and there so, are quite a few. Uh, a lot, not few. It's it's millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they are. They contribute to like to the economy. economy, yeah. So to the that's economy. Why okay, all right. So um, uh, France is, is very much a part of uh, Algerian history. So, Sheriff, if you could explain to our listeners a little bit, you know, what kind of influence we have in, in Algeria, because you yourself, you are a Berber. We also need to mention that you're not an Arab, you're a Berber, and Berber, the Berber um, the community, the Berber nationality, we could even say, is the majority in, in, in North Algeria. Africa and Algeria. Yeah. In Algeria, exactly. But let's, let's, let's talk about the uh, brief history of, of Algeria. Uh, what kind of influences we we have there? Okay, so first of all, let's start about like um, before uh, before the French colonization, it was uh, the Ottoman Empire, mm -hmm. like the Turkish colonization, mm -hmm. Imperium Ottomanske. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you still have a lot of um, uh, kind of um, buildings and a lot of um, street uh, names. Uh, yeah, the street names yeah. as well. Like I can tell you one name in the capital Algeria. There is like street called Hussein Day, like a day. Mm -hmm. Day is like uh, in Turkish. I think it's like for king or something. Okay. And uh, and then after that, we, we were colonized by the French army, like for for almost 100 years. Mm -hmm. So uh, so f f the French colonization had uh, a lot of impact in uh, of Algeria. Mm -hmm. When did you become independent? Which year? Uh, 1962. 62. Okay, yeah. so that's an an date for, date for, yeah, for, us, for yeah. Algeria. Independence Day, yeah. Independence Day, and I'm sure you celebrate it. But still, you know, uh, thanks to that, uh, sort of, you have a lot of ties with uh, France, mm. both positive and negative. Yes, exactly, yeah. So, uh, some negative, uh, because we were also talking about the fact that uh, France... Because of its this uh, history and because of that colonization history, in a way exploited Algeria. Could we say that? Yes, for sure. Like they exploited every good natural resources. So till mm -hmm. till to this day, they still uh, explore that. In terms of natural resources. Yeah, gas and petrol. Yeah. Gas and petrol. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But on the other hand, you know, a lot of Algerians go to France and work, and they contribute to the economy there. 
Yes, yeah, exactly. Most of them, they go via like student, like mm-hmm. they go to study there, and then they will not come back to my country because uh, it's better there. You, you get paid in euro and you live a good life. You live a good life in Nigeria, yeah. as you mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, right? So, you know, it's, even if you have a master's degree, like yeah. yourself, it's very difficult to get a job because there is not much of uh, service industry, right, in Nigeria, and I think that's a, that's a problem, right? That's mostly agriculture. Would you say in Algeria? That's what yeah. tourism. It, yeah, it's mainly like physical labor. Like I physical even did labor. that. Yeah, and that's the difference between like uh, the big difference between Algeria and Poland is that Poland they have like so many international companies, so mm-hmm. it creates a lot of uh, job opportunities. That's But true. In my country, we don't have that much. Like, mostly French companies. Yeah, mostly French companies and gas and oil companies. That's mm-hmm. all. Which don't do not provide that many jobs. Yeah. It's not sufficient it's enough. Not sufficient enough. Yeah. It's not, not not sufficient. It's not enough. Um, um, all right, that's 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 very very interesting. Okay, so um, uh, Sharif. So now let's talk about uh, let's talk about food because this is one of the aspects that you know is very important for our show International yeah. Pause Night. And I know in the Berber culture, you guys are very hospitable. You have those family dinners. You know there are many uh, there are many members of, of uh, families, right? Often families are really big as well, right? So. I'm sure you know you kind of have to prepare dishes that will be suitable for the whole family as well. Right? Actually, my family is also very, very big. <laughs> so, how many people are there in your in in your in your family? So, like, do you do you any? How many brothers or sisters do you have? And like, and I have like twelve. Okay, I have ten step uh, step uh, siblings. I have step siblings. I have one sister, like real. Okay. And they have another step siblings from my mom's side. Oh wow! Yeah, so, so and they all have like families and uh, families of families. So okay, so all together, if you counted all of the people, it would like grow to from like my father, like my father's origin, it could be like two hundred easily. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I cannot That's... even keep count. So you know, <laughs> that is crazy. That yeah. is crazy. All right. So um, uh, so what kind of food would your mom make for you? So in Ramadan, especially, we have this. We make a lot of food in Ramadan. Even if we cannot consume it in the same day, we live for the other day. Of course. Yeah. So in Ramadan, we eat a lot of uh, uh, burek. I told that burek. Like, so this is this kind uh, of bread. Yeah, bread with uh, filled. It's not like bread. It's like pastry like this, mm-hmm. and it's filled with, um, let's say, with meat or like cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have also shakshuka. Shakshuka. We eat it. Uh, you eat it for breakfast, right? Shakshuka is a no, breakfast dish. No, breakfast. No. Ah, <laughs> because in Poland we often uh, we often have shakshuka for our breakfast no. because of eggs. Let's yeah, say. yeah. It's not breakfast for us. It's, it's lunch. Breakfast. lunch. Yeah. Okay. Breakfast for us is like uh, it's like France. You like milk, croissant, croissant, milk, and some uh, sweets. So, so small, small sweet healthy, breakfast. Yeah. A small sweet breakfast. Okay. How about couscous? Couscous. Yeah. Couscous is. Uh, In Berber families, it's like every Friday. Every, every Friday. Friday we have couscous, couscous Friday. Meat. Yeah, couscous Friday. And we also want to mention that Friday uh, in uh, Islam countries is a day off. It's weekend, right? yeah. So weekend is Friday and, and uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, because Friday is like the collective prayer, mm-hmm. prayers day. So and that's Jum'a. why it's a day off, so people can go can to, go to uh, uh, mosques and pray. Yeah, and they close all the shops. So. They close all the shops. So it's like a Saturday, sort of, I mean, Sunday in Poland, let's say. Yeah. Um, uh, right, that's interesting. So couscous. Um, how about tangine? 
Tajin also, yeah, but it's not Berber Tajin. It's like more Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yeah. Okay. So what else is Berber? What other? Uh, so sweet tea? Would you say that's Berber? No, no. No. So what kind of? Uh, so what do you have with your food usually? Uh, uh, a lot of bread. Yeah, we have like a bread, special type of bread. Ah, uh-huh. is it flat? And we have the flat one. Uh-huh. And we have the big one. It's like uh-huh. uh, buka. It's like buka. Mm. Buka. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like buka. That, that one is Berber. Yeah. It's okay. Big. So it's like a roll. Or, yeah, okay. Roll, Makes yeah. sense. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Um, um, but what do you drink with your food? Do you have some tea? What, what kind of? Okay, so uh, in Ramadan particularly, uh, we have dates with uh, kefir. Okay. Kefir. Okay. Yeah. But dates. Okay. Dates. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds nice. Um, and let's get down now to um, places to see. Just before we start this, we, we, we should mention that it's not that easy to visit Algeria. Yeah, especially for, as a foreigner without, with no, uh, like with, without knowing anyone local there. It would be hard for you to navigate the place and uh, not to get cheated. Okay, not to get cheated. Okay, or, right. or, or more, so <laughs> let's say. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, you know what? Maybe just before we, we start talking about this, let's um, play another song from Algeria. What's your second choice? What's your, uh, what's your second song? Uh, so it would be Maghreb Gang <laughs> by Sheb Khalid and uh, French uh, Montana. It's a new one, but... Uh, French Montana. Yeah, French Mon- I know French it, yeah. Montana, but yeah. French Montana... is Moroccan. Yeah, I think. yeah, it's Moroccan, it's Moroccan but, but he's famous in the U.S. as well. Yeah, but Shab Khaled is Algerian, so Algerian. So it's Moroccan Algerian collaboration. Yeah, they did like a remix of the Shab Khaled song. All right, yeah, let's Sh- play that. Yeah, let's okay. play that. Okay, it's International Post Night with Sherif Rahal from Algeria. I'm a 
Hello after the break. It's Sheriff uh, Rahal with me. My name is Piotr Schulz, MC Radio 102.7. Witam Was serdecznie ponownie na antenie MC Radia. Rozmawiam z Sheriffem Rahalem z Algierii na temat tego niezwykle interesującego i pewnie nieznanego dla nas w Polsce kraju. Okay, Sheriff, so um, places to visit. Not that, uh, not that easy to, to get to Algeria, but you can go with an organized tour, correct? Yeah, we can, you can go with... Uh, the better option is to go with, uh, like, travel agency. Travel They agency. organize everything for you. Okay. Could be safer for you, yeah. Well, Or knowing someone local, it's easier. So. Okay, so if you, I have an invitation from someone who lives in Algeria, that also works? Yeah, because uh, for most foreigners, you need a visa. You need a visa. <laughs> so it's not logical, but yes. You so need you need to show this invitation to get a visa, for example? Yeah, you need an invitation either from the aid travel agency or from someone from Algeria. And then you can get the visa. You can get the visa easier, yeah. Okay, easier okay fair enough. So what places would you, uh, would you recommend? I know that there are many beautiful mosques as well so and there's this famous mosque uh, that we uh, that we should mention it's it's the biggest mosque in algeria like mm -hmm. uh The, remind me the name, please. Masjid al-Jazair al-Akbar. Exactly. It's like the biggest one in Algeria, yeah. They spent a lot of money on it. Okay. It was like a project for ten, uh, five years, yeah. Five years. And people were upset because they didn't spend that amount of money in hospitals. Ah, yeah, so that's always a problem with a yeah. developing country like Algeria, yeah, that, Algeria. you know, what are the priorities? Yeah, mosque, we have like so many mosques in Algeria. Yeah, but it's more like a statement from the government, isn't exactly, it? So yeah. I think that, that makes sense. So definitely that uh, and that's in the capital city yeah Algiers Algiers exactly. okay what else uh, we have uh, Gardeia it's like Gardeia it's a UNESCO site also mm -hmm. it's, it consists of uh, five cities in one city it's like a very strict place you cannot visit it even I didn't go there oh wow yeah it's like only with a special tribe name it's called uh, Mzabi Zabi. Um, Zabi, Zabi. Okay. What kind of tribe is it? Is it? Uh... It's like Berber, but like different from all the other ones. Like the only, let's say, it's like Kashubians here. Like Kashubians in. Kashubians. I like that. Yeah. Oh, well done, Kashubi. Yeah. It's like Kashubians. Yeah. Okay. So they only like interact with each other. They are, ah. they are like uh, cut from the outside world, and it's hard to get in. Oh wow! So that yeah. would be crazy. So you need some kind of guide from their community to actually to enter. Actually, yeah, and it's a very beautiful place. Like they have some houses upon, upon houses. It's like very old style of house it's not, it's not like bricks oh. and uh, oh wow layers. so they use all the materials that they had yeah, yeah the old ones yeah and it okay. still works so all right uh, okay how about the sahara desert a tour around the sahara desert yeah, would be nice that would be amazing in the dunes yeah it's do you think place. that you can see you could see the cheetah there It could be a possibility, but you need a guide because okay. the Sahara is big and you can get lost easily. It's almost two million square kilometers. So imagine this, you know, so it's like probably six times around six times bigger than Poland. No, Algeria is two, two million. Two million. Algeria. So 1.8, let's say, yeah, right? Because it's about what was it? One. It's like 80 percent. Counting because I have here moreover around 80% of Algeria is the Sahara Desert, accounting for a total area of 1.9 uh, million square kilometers, according yes. to my my. Story. So anyway, it's about six times uh, six times bigger the desert itself. Six times bigger than Poland. Mm, Algeria is like eight times bigger than Poland. So altogether, yeah, <laughs> yeah altogether, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we have only like 
44 million people. Yeah, exactly, because the majority of people live close to the sea. To the sea, yes, exactly. Northern uh, makes sense. So I think you know, I would also suggest going to Algeria because it's a completely, um, completely, completely different world than. And we have also like the the Roman ruins there, so it would be. Good to see them. Absolutely, absolutely. God, yeah. So, when is the best time to visit uh, Algeria? Now, uh, after, so let's say before, during Ramadan, probably not the best yeah, idea because a lot of places are closed. So, either before Ramadan or after Ramadan, I would suggest. I think it's best, uh, better after Ramadan. Yes. After Ramadan, yeah, so yeah. Uh, late April, for example. Late April, yeah, not not too too warm weather, not too cold. Yeah, no. because if you go there in July, you know uh, it's, it's too hot. It's like fifty degrees. Fifty degrees. <laughs> yeah. So air conditioning, you need to have air conditioning uh, yeah. everywhere. Uh, uh, winters are winters cold in Algeria, like 15 degrees. Yeah, that's that's the same maximum. So it's not that it's not as cold as Poland. No, of course, so. of course. So and also probably autumn would be nice. So um, uh, late September, yeah. uh, early early yeah. October. It's very beautiful. Yeah, also it's very green, yeah. and um, uh, I think it's a it's a really really good uh, it's a really really good idea. Um, right. So um, uh, one more one more thing that I wanted to ask you. What, if somebody somebody asks you from Poland, you know what are Algerian people like? What would you what would you say? How, how how would you describe your your people, especially Berber people? Let's mention that. Well, Berber people are like mostly very open people. Mm -hmm. So Berber people are very like different from the the rest of the Alger Algerians mm -hmm. because they are oh, more open minded more than the Arab ones. Uh, and they are very welcoming, very curious. So, uh, and we have like uh, a lot of uh, well-traveled Berber people. Contrary to the Arabic ones, they don't they don't like uh, like to travel uh, out from Algeria. Mm -hmm. So, so I think the, the best um, the best thing is to get to know uh, Berber people there. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay. I would definitely say yes. I have never been to Algeria, but I've been to Morocco. And in Morocco also you can you have a lot of uh Berber Berber people and they are definitely very friendly and they have a very positive attitude towards life, I would say. So so that's that's what I would say about about Berber uh Berber people. Um all right, so I think that would be it for our show. Um, we've we talked about Ramadan. We talked about uh, Algeria. Is there anything else that you would like to add at the end of the show for our listeners, for Polish but also international um, uh, people there? Yeah, Poznan is the best city in Poland, <laughs> and and they hope people will at least try to to do Ramadan once. Like try to fast one day only to test yourself. All right, I like, yeah, I like that's it. That's good, like test for you, especially as a man. So. Test your willingness. Yeah, test your, your willingness, willingness yeah. and test your patience. Your patience, exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. Ole, let's leave people with this uh, this message. Tobu International Poznań na antenie MC Radio, MC Radio po polsku. Bardzo dziękuję. Thank you very much. Um, how do we say thank you in uh, uh, in um, Arabic? Uh, shukran. shukran. Shukran, exactly. Shukran, uh, Sharif, thank you very much for being with us and uh, hope to see you soon in Poznan. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye.